Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You want people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yep. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm sure somebody's written that one. Pounder with cheese in France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> what? Boy, with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my. my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, it's my time uh, how do you measure success hey everyone and welcome to superhero speak i'm your host dave i'm silent bob or john if you're silent you wouldn't speak i'm jd <laughs> very noisy silent <laughs> yes just the three of us again this week no, no six man. Oh, we like those show. though. Those are those are awesome. Oh my god! Especially it is when like trying to herd squirrels. No, it's try. It's like trying to talk over a herd of squirrels. <laughs> I love those guys, but yeah, that was that was fun. It yeah. was fun, especially when we do something like Man of Steel, where it's just like you know. You may like one part and you may like another one, but we are all united in our hatred. <laughs> so how are you guys doing? Have you recovered from last week? John, how are you? Doing okay. <laughs> Anything new to a report? Nothing. No. Nothing. Not 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 a thing. No. Not at all. Nada. Not a <laughs> zero. Zip silch. I'm like... boring. How many time, ways can I say it? It There's feels like, like it might be code for something. Oh no, 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 no code. Okay. I'm just, I'm just in a real pensive mood. That's all. Like I, I'm, I, you know, I'm still working through the Minecraft modding stuff. I can now make items and blocks, and I'm looking at trying out my hand at making animated block. I just, I didn't realize that Minecraft modding, even, even with like 30 years of programming, I didn't realize that it was going to be this deep. And it really is. So otherwise, oh, I finally saw I finally saw Love and Thunder. What do you think? I think that you must carefully ration the amount of Tika Watiti that you put into any given film because you can go over the top with some of your Tika Watiti. And yeah, I think there was a bit too much. Okay, wait a minute. You didn't I know, you... I never saw it until until this weekend. You weren't on the episode we reviewed it? No, I was I was flat on my back when that happened. That's right. My my back went out and I was I like I forgot I about could, that. I th I think I at that point I basically turned on YouTube recommendations and just let it play because like it hurt even to press buttons at that point. <laughs> so yeah, no, I never saw it. And so yeah, I, I like I, I just a lot it just seemed I mean, I understand the vein of of the the Thor movies, mm -hmm. but I think they went a little too silly with it. You know? They yeah, almost, I see it. It almost didn't make it, it like you, you want there to be stakes that you get invested in, and 
at, at you know at, at some points i was just expecting them to pull out a, a big cartoon mallet out of their so like which... i saw something very interesting today talking about thor and love and thunder and it was just someone I've, i'm friends with on facebook said they finally saw it as well and went they felt like the beginning half of the movie is being told through korg with a faulty memory like yes the... and then what are they if you notice, when Korg gets hurt in the movie, the tone gets comes more serious for the rest of the movie. Oh, that's one of those that's one of those internet conspiracy theories that may actually come out to be true, even if it wasn't a, right. something that they actually tried to do. That's pretty cool. But I th- I think like I just I just think it got a little bit silly. Like there were parts where like okay he invests all the kids weapons spoilers people he invests all the kids <laughs> weapons with with the power of thor it's like when did he like i know that after odin passes away in the comics the odin force becomes thor force or whatever right or he wields the odin force so when did he learn that he could do that because he didn't even know that he had basically told mjolnir hey i'm changing i'm changing the terms of the agreement pray i do not change them anymore <laughs> you know <laughs> so like i i, I you know it's like they, they just skipped over parts and it seemed a lot of contrivance even even if it was a still a fun movie it really was still a fun movie and 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 i think it was okay the way they gave a send-off to what's your face natalie portman yeah natalie portman and jane foster although i was really sad to see them just kill her off I understand that she may have had a hand in that because, you know, Natalie Portman only came back because they gave her character something to do other than to be the damsel in distress. But uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, that's all I can say. It was nice to see them tie off Lady Sip too. Like, you know, because she was absent when all the, all the rest of the, uh, that cadre got killed off. So I I still think you should have saw her arm floating in Valhalla, but you know. That I see, but that's the whole thing. (laughs) I would have expected to see it because that was the direction that Tika Waititi put it. And I just, it was a little bit too much, you know, they yeah. could have left the screaming goats in. the screaming goats were awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There it is. Uh, that was my very long, how do you do? <laughs> how about you, JD? Oh, What's I'm new fine. in your world? After that, how do I follow that up? Uh, <laughs> I'm fine. Everything's cool. <laughs> we're so boring today and that's fine. Uh, boring okay. is good. I was getting my Red Sunrise Kickstarter ready to go out. Ooh. Just going through it, tweaking the mm-hmm. cover, putting the art book together. So digital stuff, I think, goes out tomorrow. And I want to check out the new proof of the book of the print before the print copies go out. But it's it's going pretty good on that one. I was planning on doing one in October. But yeah. with the new teaching job, I'm having second thoughts about that. So I'm probably going to put out a newsletter this week and maybe do stuff on Twitter and take the temperature of the room and see if people are interested or if I should just wait for this big project I have coming up first pro- first quarter of 2023. I don't know. You know, I'm just kind of figuring things out, you know, teaching things going all right. Yeah. Everything's cool. I'm busy. Yeah. Good. Okay. How are you, Diff? I'm doing pretty good. Can't complain. The passes for New York showed up this week. So getting ready for that. Trying to figure out, do I have to buy anything? Booked my hotel and uh, yeah, busy with that. John, I had sent out the, everyone knows, I we, everyone who's been on the show knows there's a show map, send it out every week, like here's what we're going to be talking about. I apparently had missed a bunch of things John wants to talk about. He replied and sent them out, and no lie, I was 
on the phone with my girlfriend and i'm like what's this johnson i'm like he sent like six more things and she went tell them tell john well them hey sorry sorry tell john no she didn't say john she didn't say them she said tell john you missed that stuff because you were too busy having sex with your girlfriend this morning her <laughs> words not mine actually she said really good sex with your girlfriend this morning so <laughs> so that's you know well okay then y'all are creepy so i'm doing pretty good yes so yeah no i, I can't complain i have been i actually have a recommendation oh, please is there such a thing as too much tmi that's literally that's literally <laughs> what that means yeah. no i i'm i'm tmi squared i mean <laughs> i started watching the rings of power on, oh we uh, think oh yeah because i haven't i I'm, I'm not sure i'm gonna watch it but so far i've only seen the first episode so far really good like i really like it if you're a lord of the rings fan i think you'll definitely enjoy it there's a lot of lore it's interesting i found out a couple things about it i did not know they were not allowed to reference anything specific from the films because the films are the copyrights are still belong to was it new line new line yeah yeah so So they still have the rights to the film, so they're not allowed to message anything specific. And apparently the Tolkien family, who is behind this series, also said Peter Jackson wasn't allowed to be involved at all because they did not like the films. Really? Yeah. They didn't like the films? Huh. Apparently. This is this the is... Hobbit films or the Lord of the Rings films? Uh, like all of them, apparently. Oh. I mean, and I can understand I get the Hobbit not ones. liking the Hobbit films because hmm. that did feel like a cash grab more than actually a love of the book. Yeah, make stretched it out mm-hmm. Into ridiculous but yeah no apparently they didn't care for the films at all which is but then it's so funny because watching this it feels exactly the same like the people who made this was like okay we know what we have to go for and we know what we're not allowed to do but yeah they they did it so we know what made as much money as god and that was exactly what peter jackson did so we'll just do peter jackson yeah, yeah. Hmm. we just want to ask him for help is this a prequel or a sequel? Prequel. Prequel. Yeah. It's... Is it when they forged the rings, right? Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. This is it's like the or the basically the origin of Sauron in the beginning, too. So are they gonna explain the fuzzy dice in this one as well? I mean, come on. This again, this comes down to there is nothing new in Hollywood. Nobody's got any ideas and I, I nobody wants to fund any new ideas. They're just going to go I, the same well John, over and over again. I disagree with what you just said. <gasps> I Just last night, I watched one of the most unique sci-fi horror films I've ever seen. Yeah? What's that? Nope. Oh. Nope. Well, that's okay. I mean, well, yeah. Why aren't you going to tell us? A, a I mean, few, come on, J.D. Don't... Few... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Who's it on was, first? No. It's... It, like okay first of all i saw two movies this weekend i rewatched teen wolf with my son and that movie i don't know what you think of you think of teen wolf but i'm gonna be honest with you it sucks (laughs) terribly it's a terrible movie it's boring it's plotting it has absolutely no point i'm surprised teen wolf has absolutely no plot there's no story i think the only reason it was 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 michael Michael fox j fox yeah did you know it opened number two at the box office in august of 1985 do you know it was number one at the box office that same weekend what back to the future back to the future oh jesus yeah yeah i mean that's lit we were excited too because andy's like i want to watch a werewolf movie and we're like there's no werewolf movies for kids oh teen wolf first of all not for kids Mm -hmm. we watched in the 80s not for kids Mm -hmm. second of all 
boring. Boring. Monster Squad has a werewolf in it. We have watched. We watched Monster Squad. Okay, werewolf's got nards. Werewolf does. Do yes, classic. And then I watched (laughs) Nope on my own last night, and I've been thinking about it all day. Like I really like this, and I I made a stay. I made a, a a tweet that upset some people. I said that Jordan Peele is what everybody wanted M Night Shyamalan to be, and some people were not happy with what I said. But I can, I can see, see that. that. Yeah. They're say they're they're very much in the same that supernatural thriller, you know. But uh, Jordan Beale's a smarter filmmaker. Yeah, he's not like he's not basing the entire thing off of a gimmick at the end. I know he's just telling a really good story that correct. happens to have some twists in it. Correct. Mm. What I really liked about what I really like about, and I was watching it from a filmmaker perspective, is that everyone's gotten very edit happy in films over the yeah. last couple of decades. Like everything is like very rarely do you see less than three cuts per second in a movie. Jordan Peele has a very old school sensibility to his movies where he holds on shots for a long time. And it really makes it unnerving because we take the, the rapid fire cutting is like done to kind of, you know, stimulate people's brains. Right. All right. He holds needlessly long in some cases, which makes and you it, think yeah. that it does a great job of, of setting tension, mm. you know, and in a movie that probably would have been paced normal in the seventies, right. He yeah. uses that same type of film pacing and it really, it sets you on edge a little bit. Now, and I now, really appreciate it. Now here's the thing. Does that holding on a, a shot longer work now because yes. now, because because now our brains are so used to three cuts yes. a second that we think that if they're holding on something, something's going to happen, and we're waiting for it to happen, and it's not happening, and we're like, uh oh, John, that's literally what I just said. No, but it, that, but, <laughs> but they used to do long holds they did. before. They did yeah. because the, the pace of movies was just different. Now mm-hmm. his movie, I think if, again, if this movie was came out in nineteen seventy five. I don't think it would feel the same. I think it would be different, but he uses a very old world sensibility of this filmmaking. Like a lot of people too are obsessed with moving the camera and he moves the camera, but not a lot. Like he does a lot of lockdown shots, you mm-hmm. know, and it sets, it does, it does a really good job of, of setting tension. Like you just said, like you keep, like you wait for, you're waiting for something to happen. And then it's like, when it doesn't happen, you're a little uncomfortable, which is good. This entire movie felt uncomfortable. And that's one of the most unique alien invasion movies i've ever seen right Mm -hmm. and this was a it also has this bizarre backstory about this sitcom oh i heard about that oh it's weird but it's really good and like what i really like about him is he doesn't explain everything like in this in this way of film in filmmaking today like everyone's very into explaining everything i think that's very much a studio thing is we have to make sure everybody gets it yeah right we don't want people to treat us like we're idiots they really do because we're dumb. But then when you don't explain something, people go, why didn't he explain anything? Like the shoe is the big thing. Why is the shoe standing straight up? And there's no explanation for it whatsoever. And it's fun because it leaves things open to, to both critical and artistic interpretation. And I, I've left this film really thinking about it. And I was mad at myself too, because there are parts of it that are a little bit slower and I let my mind kind of drift. I kind of find that I enjoy watching movies in the theater more than I enjoy watching them at home. I get less distracted when I'm watching yeah. him at the theater and I just don't, I really come to a point where I don't like watching movies at home, but you know, I, I made myself do this and I'm really glad I'm going to, I have it for one more day. And I think I might watch it again after we're done with the pod tonight. Like I, I really enjoyed it. I, w- I just realized today that it was on streaming, but I had it. Uh, it's um, a picnic it's on, to go to. So well, it's on Amazon. It's like 18 bucks to rent it right now. Oh, geez. And I know it's expensive, but I was like, you know, I really want to watch this movie. 
and like uh, the nearest theater for me is like 20 minutes so i was like oh, i'll just watch i'll just do this yeah isn't that but you though what you described isn't that why the original halloween works mm-hmm. it's, it's the much. same thing it's it's those long shots mm-hmm. building that tension and then like when nothing happens you're like unnerved yeah there's a lot of actually now that you mentioned it there's a lot of early carpenter in some of this movie right and in a lot of his work too you can see some some of that early carpenter influence like not so much the big trouble little china carpenter but the halloween you know era of, yeah. of, of carpenter where you know it's it's unsettling you know it's and it works really well for like a high it's a really high concept film like a high concept sci-fi it's a sci-fi horror film like it's in it's weird to say it's in the same vein of alien but because it, it isn't but it is at the same time because it's like yeah. or the thing it's it's similar without being the same you know, it's, it's good, man. I highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. It's, it's different. It's again, like Shyamalan, like, cause again, it's, I was thinking about it in comparison with science, right? Cause they're both their third movie was an alien invasion movie. And I really like science, but the last 15 minutes really, I think deters from it. And I think it's not very rewatchable. Like I think science works really good. The Like a lot of Shyamalan's work works good the first time out. And then when you think about it, it starts to fall apart. Yep. Whereas this movie, if you, I think the more I think about it, the more I enjoy it. Hmm. Right. Like it's very rare that you see a movie that stays with you. Right. Cause we're just, we live in this consumer culture. Where you just, you're just continuously right. consume media and continuously consume products. And you don't think much about them. And I, said it's been 24 hours and i I just keep thinking about this movie so mission accomplished it's the visual equivalent of ronnie specter's sound wall right we just keep getting hit with with visual phil specter phil specter whatever ronnie specter but you know what i mean right it's like speaking of media yes and things that will stick with you for a while let's talk social media bandits ah crap baskets (laughs) so first little baby no we we skipped over hulk but okay oh you're right. I'm sorry. We could talk She-Hulk. Sure. We were we were meandering, right? We were. All right. Hold on. We'll get to social media men to see you. People are allowed to have their own opinion, and we, you know, it's a podcast. We're not folk like we don't we we not super focused. We talk about things. We have real oh, yeah. conversations. So, That's yeah, no, no. It's, it's okay. Okay. So, so so are you caught up, JD? No, no, not even remotely close. My wife is, and she filled me in, so I know all about Madison. So continue. Madison with a Y, but not where no, you No, Madison think. with two D's and a Disney Y, but not where you think. Two N's. God. Two N's. Two N's. Oh, whatever. Two N's. I was just like, two, D, two D's, and they're both silent. No, it's, it's just. Two D's, all right. I mean, I don't know how that character works. I look at that character, and I feel like I should be freaking annoyed at this character. I hate this. And I'm thinking, actually, she's kind of cool. It's like, why? Where is this coming from in my brain? Oh, my wife was annoyed as hell. Couldn't stand her. Oh, yeah. No, I can't stand her either, except that for some reason, in Wong's presence, she's okay for some reason. Again, I watch the show, and I love the episode, and then I go online, and I see people complaining, and I'm like, why? About what? They've already made the decision that they don't like the show. I think so. There's a lot of people that's like, yeah, I've already, they're, they're like, oh, I don't like it, and no matter how good an episode is, I'm not gonna like it. And it's, and like, this episode is so what's the word i'm looking for like irreverent no not even that like that the 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 madison wong stuff is it's funny but it's not the main point of what happens to jennifer in the episode like she's trying to date so she creates a dating at a profile and she's not getting any hits and i know how that feels what's her friend's name from the the law firm or her paralegal 
can't think of the character's name, but she's like, well, create a, a profile as She-Hulk. And she's like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. And then Which like, she's, you know, good for, and it's, it's Ginger Gonzaga, Gonzaga, Nikki played by Nikki Ramos. Uh, no, Nikki Ramos. Her name's Nikki Ramos played by, played Ginger, by Ginger. Yeah. Right. So, so, so it's out of one night out of desperation. She creates a She-Hulk dating profile and gets a bunch of hits you know after that you know and and like then she starts going on dates and there's like there's a lot of weirdos she gets one date as jen that's right and that was a really bad awkward date and then she's going on dates with these other guys and they're a lot of weirdos and then she finally gets like this quote-unquote perfect guy he's a doctor he's sensitive he cares about her feelings blah 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 they go back to her place craziness ensues because she gets called away by wong but then she comes back you know they get intimate like they're not sure that you know it's a disney plus show so but they get intimate and then the next morning she's watching the news in her living room but she's not she hulk anymore she changed back to jen right and he comes out of the bedroom and he's like who are you she's like, she's like it's me you know and he like his total total attitude changes he's like well well i'm gonna go and she's like He's like that shirt that 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 I couldn't find. Just just you you don't worry about it. He like he lee he like shoots out of there, and it goes back to the whole identity crisis of this. That's the point of this show, you know. Like she wants to be herself, but she's having more success as this She-Hulk, and it's you know like that's the point of the show. Like the the dual, her dual identity and her, and it's like it's brilliant. It was done so well, and I'm sure there's many women who've gone through crap like that too with guys and it's like you know as soon as they use a filter on snapchat or whatever then all of a sudden the guys start hitting up hitting them up you know but when they're just themselves they're not getting hit up you know i'm sure that is something that women are going through today and it's just like you know people who are complaining just don't get it and speaking as someone who is in the dating scene some people use way too many filters and i think part of that is because society makes them think that they're not pretty enough and they have to use these filters in order to fulfill this to fulfill society's idea of what they are supposed to look like mm-hmm. or and how they're supposed to be and you know and and this is you know this this shield episode is kind of a mirror of that also mephisto confirmed damn it finally oh, yeah. finally oh, yeah. confirmed that's the, he's that's the, that's it's really mephisto thing. finally Mephisto. finally yeah mm-hmm. it re- no, ser- dude, no, look, no seriously look at your face. no seriously man no 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 so Madi- the, okay Madison- hold on <laughs> wait wait let's let's take it a step back donnie blaze is in the episode who's donnie blaze not 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 any relation to johnny blaze of course <laughs> he's just but he's a he's a comertage dropout he's a magician he has a sling ring and he's using it probably stole the sling ring in a in a magic show right he was kicked out he was he was one of the chosen being trained and they, they kicked him out because he decided one night to sling ring in a couple of kegs and a few, and a friend of his. So, (laughs) so this, so Madison, the character that everyone hates, he's, he has her on stage. He opens up a portal, she disappears. And then later on, she reappears at Wong's and which is what the catalyst of the show is. That's why Wong goes to, to Jen to try to get him to stop using real magic in his shows. And, he's like how'd you get out and she's like i met this like demon 
and I made a deal with him. A goat. She met a was it? She met a goat, a goat. whose name was Jake. And I'm sure it wasn't Jake from State Farm. And like, and she had to sign something in blood. She for a few drops of her blood, she signed a contract. And then and then he thoughtfully dropped her off right in front of Wong with a beating heart in her hand, which I did not expect because Disney doesn't usually go that far. But wasn't one of Mephisto's disguises was Jake something? I can't think of. Maybe, Jake something yeah. is a professional wrestler. <laughs> no, like literally Jake something? Jake something, yes. Does he also play third base? Jeez, what is this? But yeah, so like that's been all over the, not all over the net, but the people have been talking about that. Like That's interesting. That's very Black Philip from the Witch movie. You ever see the Witch? You guys ever see the Witch? The, with, with the uh, doobie? Uh, no, it's with, God, why can't you think of her name? The one who played Magic from The New Mutants. Last Night in Soho, the, the chess movie. What the heck is her name? Oh, 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 Anya Teller Joy. Thank you. Yes, yes, that's her first movie. Yeah. They have a, they have a, she, they think she's a witch, but she's not a witch, but they have a black goat named Black Philip, who at the end turns out to be the devil. And she sells her soul to him and becomes a witch. Well, there movie you go. Rule. Movie rules, by the way. But yeah. So, so apparently Madison sold her soul to Mephisto. And later on, you, you know, you, when, when the idiot with the sling ring, you know, decides to make things interesting on his magic shows, he opens the wrong portal and all these little demons are flying out. When you look through it, it looks pretty much damn well like Mephisto's place. So, you know, I mean, I mean hell. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hmm. I mean, yeah. there are several hells in, in this, but I, I just, you know, there's too many. I mean, I know they've trolled this in the past, but there's this time. There's just too many. You shall see. Uh-huh. I'll believe it when I see it. Okay. I think he's going to pop out at the end of the series and go, John O'Grady, I'm here for you. No, no, no. But I really, I really think that this, I mean, I don't know, think they'll do anything with him, but I think they, this is just, you know, an Easter egg from the hen, the size of a skyscraper. It's just, yeah. And then, and if they have proven anything with the show is like, they are watching and listening to MCU fan comments. And I kind of feel like that's why they did it, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm enjoying it. John's obviously enjoying it. I am. I JD really can't am. can't be bothered. Way more. I'm <laughs> enjoying it way more than I thought I would. I just, you know, this this was well, this is well worth it. Yeah. You really should see it if you can. But JD's too busy watching Nope. Nope was good. <laughs> <laughs> unlike, oh no, that's that's second. I think that's it. Unlike, no, unlike Man of Steel, but but we're, that's that the bad. second thing. What? That was that was bad. Yeah, that was that was very bad. I am yes. convinced. I am convinced that if I were to go through it with, if I get a digital copy with the music track extracted, <laughs> I could if I could edit it with some color correction tools, I could find a decent, not a great, but a decent movie. Only right. visually though, because the yeah, because the dialogue and well, I can't do anything about that. That's why I said decent and yeah. good. I said it'd be decent. Well, you could if you if you threw in. John Williams. Uh, that's why I original music. Speech. That's why I wanted the music track so I could replace it. You could yep. you could dub yep. your own dialogue in. I have done not my own dialogue, but I made a I made a movie back in two thousand five, and here's a funny story. Made a movie in two thousand five, and the lead actress was a gigantic pain in the ass, and we had some issues with our original sound guy, and this is how my brother got into sound, and so we wound up having to redub some dialogue, and we wound up redubbing all of her dialogue. Wow. And I don't want to ever do that again. These are the reasons why I'm not in filmmakers, because these this was my indie film experience. 
it sounded it, speaking of which it sounded like they dubbed all of madison's dialogue too well all of the dialogue is dubbed so you know, really a lot of a lot of dialogue is done in adr really a lot yeah why it's hard hard to get hard to get good hard dialogue get, in wide shots right it's also hard to get good you clean get the audio mic- in an open room with yeah you get when you're when the character's like this away from the microphone it's not a video clock you can't see it's harder to go and but it's closer you get better cleaner audio so right just do mm-hmm. it later and a lot not always but in a lot of cases yeah anyway yeah speaking of speaking of man of steel this is kind of related this is you know dc versus marvel kassan warren said i War- think that the word i think the defining trait that separates marvel from dc is the incorporation of humor it's not for the presence of humor in marvel many of the con- content post infinity wars would not be received well if it was not for the presence of humor mm. many of the content post infinity wars would not be received well That's- i don't think he's wrong yeah. he also said i'm watching thor love and thunder and find it so easy to put down if yes. not for the flashes of humor it may have stopped watching right away i think humor grants enough distraction to suppress our critical eye see i think there is too much humor in it like it just just for humor's sake yeah you know but yeah i mean he's not he's not wrong like he, the the that's the thing humor humanizes all of the characters in marvel like you know because normal people will joke like one, one of the normal reactions when you're going into battle is to you know joke around with your buds because right you're all nervous you've got all of this nervous energy and and you know you're 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 you got to let it out somehow and you know you you will hear people tell really inappropriate or any joke that they know and, and get around any way they can before going out into battle and that's 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 how you deal with it psychologically so you know with dc it's just so dark and everything and nobody acts like an actual human being it's funny cuz i don't think there's like i think for a movie with the villain is thor is gore the god butcher Hmm. and that has he has a pretty serious backstory i do think there might be too much levity yeah love and thunder like it makes the movie feel kind of frivolous at times yeah you know? exactly and i think yes. i think that i think it's a, i think that the, the first two thor movies are so absent of humor and it's such a it's such a strong part of what makes ragnarok work but ragnarok still feels like weighty where this one it just doesn't you know it just it's not a bad movie but I think this is, I think Marvel's kind of starting to go too far in that uh, trying to be different or trying to like define itself by its humor. And I think that like I made, I made the remark last week on Man of Steel that like in that IHOP scene, if, if Superman had looked at Pete, Ro- Pete's, Pete Ross was going, Hey Pete. And then boom, got hit or something. We would have gotten like a laugh, you know, and it would have cut tension a little bit, but mm-hmm. I don't even think we're trying to cut tension in some of these Marvel movies anymore. I think they're just, I don't know, straight comedies at points. And it just, I, don't know, I think this might be why I'm feeling apathetic toward a lot of Marvel things now. Like yeah. it doesn't, I don't, I felt it felt like Taika Waititi was going too hard in the humor direction to the point where I didn't, I, there were large chunks in the movie where I did not feel much of anything. Right. You know, yeah. it's not a yeah. bad movie, but I don't, I don't feel anything. But I didn't feel so, that way. I didn't feel that way with no way home or multiverse no. of madness. Well, no, it, no way home has Aunt May's death. That is right. the big crux of the movie, right? And there's a lot going on there. And, and humor is a core of Spider-Man, but I don't feel like it was too much. Right. Whereas I do felt like in Thor, I felt like it was a little 
too much. It was, yeah. You know? Yeah, well, like, it's not bad, but it just feels like it, it feels like it doesn't matter as much. You know, it feels like you're taking away the stakes too much by making it too much of a joke. Yeah. There, there are times when I like I'm I'm I don't know, like I have problems with with running jokes that go on too long. Like I get embarrassed. I'm one of those people that feels I actually feel the embarrassment for the character who's being stupid on on screen. And like. In Guardians of the Galaxy, they have stuff that goes almost but not quite to the line, and I'm fine with that. But in this one, like when the Guardians were were leaving and Thor is sitting there just 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 beating this dead horse of a joke, you know, it's like I I was like, how why would anybody care about him? He's like he's an idiot. They're, they made him too much of an idiot, you know. I don't know if he's an idiot so much as he's deflecting and they're just trying to be funny. I think that well, quite frankly, Gunn's mm. entire brand is skirting the line, yeah. right? Like that's, that's kind of what, and sometimes he goes over the line, you know, like, but that really is kind of what he's known for. You but know, this went over the line way. Like, it's not gun. Yeah. TT and what take away TT is really more like, like what we do in the shadows and stuff like that. And I feel like when you've had some successes, you think, Oh, this is what works for me. And you kind of, push the thing that makes you you and i think that in his mind he might feel that's humor and i think it kind of defanged our villains a little bit and made stuff feel not as you know yeah well speaking of things that are humorless we talked about man of steel last week fair enough Um, the opposite the complete opposite yeah we i you know asking the questions is it a good superman movie is it a good movie is it a movie (laughs) it is a movie that's all we I got, got Timothy Jones saying, "Nice." I thought it was great. A darker and dramatic take on soups, but he was a little too serious. He looked constipated all the time. Although it would have been a fun if he super farted a hole through a mountain. He has sneezed an entire solar system away, or a galaxy, or whatever. Some yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Sour grapes. Something. Sour grapes. Yeah. Sour grapes. Yeah. Available in finer newspapers across the country. So was her podcast simply replied, no, no, I think it sucks. <laughs> Ain't lying. And then we had Drew said, Drew C, your buddy, mm-hmm. said, kind of long and boring. It didn't seem to be the start of a connected universe beyond a few Easter eggs. Green Lantern, for all its flaws, seems more like a start of something bigger than Man of Steel. That's the flaw with Green Lantern is they weren't trying to make a good Green Lantern movie. They were trying to jumpstart a whole universe and Jeff Johns sucks. And I have more thoughts on Jeff Johns sucking later. Wow. And Joe Nakadurian, he's at Joe Nack, a Joe Catch, sorry, on the Twitter said, yes and yes. Simple. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so see, the problem, guys, is that we live in a world where some people think Man of Steel is a good movie. Some people love it. My buddy Scott, regular Scott from Take a Knee, loves this movie. He has a lot of bad thoughts on things. But I mean, like, this is prime among them. I love Scott. I hate this movie with every bearing of my soul, mainly because I think it could be and should be so much more. Although think, you you don't hate it as much as Batman v Superman. No, it's way worse. Yeah. Oh, way, way worse than Batman way. v Superman? Oh, no, no, no. Batman versus Superman's way worse. Right. Okay, Batman yeah. versus Superman is my least favorite movie experience of all time. So Don said he likes it too, but yet got real quiet 
when there were five people trashing this movie. <laughs> well, because no one likes when someone's trashy. And he couldn't. He's like, I can't fight. Because sometimes, like, you're watching a movie that you know isn't good, but it just gets you. And he said, I don't have a connection to Superman. Yeah. So, I mean, if you have no, if you don't feel anything for this character, I can see why you would feel that. And this right? movie like, won't give you a connection either. I mean. No, I agree with you. I think it's just, I think that's what they were kind of going for. I think they were trying to give people who don't like Superman a Superman movie. And which I would argue why I think why do it? I don't like Superman. You know, I'm this my argument the whole time. I don't know, man. I put way too much thought into a Superman movie. It's like it derails me sometimes. Like, all right, let's talk about. I feel like there's an alternate universe where I didn't give up, and maybe I could have done this, but yeah. (laughs) Well, I have good news. That is it for social media madness this week. For for all time. This week. Oh, how about just for the rest of the year? I'll take the rest of the year. So, if you. Damn it. Would like to know where you can follow us on social media and be part of social media bandits. Here's a good friend D-Squared to tell you more. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of social media madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Colt 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, The Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. Thanks for that, Don. And don't forget to check out the podcast of the man who does like Man of Steel. The Omega Level Herds podcast available on YouTube and wherever podcasts are available. And now we're going to take a quick commercial break. Be rack with stories I brought, stories with John brought. We're going to be here for a while. I so relax. <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. And we're back. I just got a text from my wife saying we get up. You, she, Andy can't find his Chromebook because all kids all have Chromebooks now. Like if you're a student in school, uh-huh. you're yep. given a Chromebook. Andy can't find his Chromebook. And my wife just texted me goes, when you get off the podcast, think like your son and look for his Chromebook because I can't find it. So I have to channel the spirit of a deranged six-year-old. And well, that shouldn't be hard. Chromebooks. You. And you know, really shouldn't. <laughs> really shouldn't be it wouldn't be hard for any of us really i think i think that's why she sent that text <laughs> all right all right so starting off we've been talking about this show a lot since they announced it was coming we finally got to see our first trailer for the new quantum leap tv show what did uh, you guys think i don't know if it wasn't called quantum leap i think it was pretty good but because it's called Quantum Leap, I'm apprehensive. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. it's fair. John? Yeah. I'm apprehensive as well, mostly because you would think that if they were doing this right, 
they would have tied the trailer in somehow with the original quantum leap they don't want to for some I, reason i i know and that's that's a problem because i'm getting really <clears throat> serious was it ghostbusters whatever the vibes you know what the hell was that yeah what Sorry, was that? that was my phone they don't oh. have it on do not disturb it was a text Ghost- message i heard ghostbusters beep bada, bada, boop vibes it's like wow that was well timed <laughs> yeah no but i'm i think 26 i'm getting 2016 ghostbuster vibes you know yeah it's it's like it it's like hey look quantum leap no people blah, blah, blah. and you're like yeah but if you want people to take that investment they've still got in the original quantum leap and 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 move that to this you need to bridge that gap somehow and i'm not seeing that so so there you go i mean it's like it seems like it's channeling the spirit of quantum leap but i don't know man it just it feel like something's missing mm. you know yeah well even the even the trailer the original trailer made you care about about the main character and this is not this is just this is i don't know i didn't quite get that feeling for this yeah i don't know i mean that's not fair to judge that off a trailer true but it just well let me um, feel right let me say i thought i really liked it okay i thought raymond lee came off really charming oh for sure in the trailer yeah yeah, yeah. he'll be good like i think he's i think he's a really good choice to lead a tv show like i think he's going to do a great job and i do feel like they're i feel like they are going to connect it to the original and they're going to wait and it's going to be a surprise you know i wonder if he'll jump into her ernie hudson and help them buzz because because like it's gonna help him find the crow (laughs) because that's the whole thing is like they don't know why he jumped when they knew that it wasn't ready and they don't know and he doesn't know because his memory Swiss cheese, you know, like there's going to be a, a reasoning for it, you know, yeah, but he's maybe... not. And it's not like they're rebooting the show that he's not Sam Beckett. He's a different physicist. So I do think they're going to connect them. But you got to remember that the 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 quantum leap program has been around since 1989 in this universe. It might, if, if, if they are. That's 84. Oh, 99, right. Something so like if they're that, yeah. if they're at least acknowledging that, then you know that program's been around for 23 years. Odd, yeah, 20 some odd years. I I am of the mind that there's a I think the ghost of Sam Beckett, because it seems to be not a reboot, it seems to be a continuation. But not really, you know what I'm saying? Like hmm. It's like Star Trek The Next Generation. Like, we knew there was a connection to the original Enterprise, but it's not, like, really presented. Yeah. Really? And then it was able to stand on its own feet. It took a while, but it stands on its own feet. This could do the same thing, but I just, I feel like, I feel like at least in this trailer or something, like, like, I don't know if I like the idea of of the, the new Sam and Al being a romantic connection. Like, I just, that feels very hamstrung to me. Yeah. Well, like, like, that that's it feels like was it a, a studio thing it does it know? feels like a studio checklist like mm-hmm. i am i like i said i had this idea for a quantum leap show that i just think would have been better it had been the quantum leap meets the fugitive like they're they're hunting yeah. for sam beckett mm. 
I think oh. that would have been a better idea for the show instead of this where you just I just I feel like the ghost of the original especially because the original quantum leap had that open-ended ending right yeah that it's like if we don't address that I don't know man again it's like the people who are going to watch the show are mainly people that like quantum leap like we're we're nostalgia you're you're marketing everything on nostalgia so you have to address yeah. the the white elephant like that's what's bugging me I think about this whole thing is like you said it's not we're not talking about Sam Beckett when yeah. we're in the same universe that he did all this stuff. Like you're not rebooting, you're restarting. So what the fuck happened to Sam Beck? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't know. Nostalgia, nostalgia, nostalgia requires you to pay respects to the thing you're nostalgic about. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah, you're going to reboot this. You, you have to address the fact that quantum the quantum leap program has been around for 23 years you have to address sam beckett you at least acknowledge what happened back then you know i mean it has to be more than just a hey you know one of these guys you know tried this 23 years ago and he disappeared that was it like there has to be something more well it could also i mean you can answer it real quick because he disappeared and they could never get him back they shut down the quantum leap program and then this guy brought it back. True. You know? But still like, doesn't, still, like doesn't she, the, still doesn't close yeah. the door on it, though. You know, yeah. there's, the, it, there's the, the specter of Sam Beckett hangs over this. Yeah. No matter what you do. And if, by the fact you're not addressing it, it's even worse in my, not bad, but, worse isn't like, you know, it's bad. It just, it doesn't, again, it doesn't address it. We're assuming we're not addressing it because from a trailer, but we have to, you know, no, you're right. And it's, it's, it's but maybe it's unfair. What's interesting is though, Quantum Leap took, was in the 80s, but it was in like the program was in the future in 1994 or whatever it's supposed to be. Yeah, something like you said that. 99, right? 99. It's something in the, it's, in, it's the in the 90s. This, it's 2022. Like, what the future is, is our present. So I think that's an interesting take on it too we can't hear you jd sorry i coughed and forgot to hit mute (laughs) Uh, we're we're in a future we're we're again we're in a world where this has been established for almost 30 years yeah Hmm. all right well i am at least going to watch the premiere episode we should we should i'm going to watch it too i think we should review it yeah i'm i'm with that because there's enough there's enough debate amongst the three of us where I think that that, that warrants a show. Okay. Besides, it'll be good to see Jules Strait in something again. From right. Firefly. Well, so. so that was, I, I included that because that wasn't part of the big thing that happened this weekend, but we've been talking about Quantum Leap, so I wanted to make sure we talked about the trailer. The big thing this weekend was D23, of course. Lots of interesting news came out of Disney's little thing. You don't, you're, not, you're not so impressed. There, JD. Yeah, I'm underwhelmed. To be yeah. honest with you, this whole thing I found this entire presentation remarkably underwhelming. There doesn't so, seem to be a whole lot coming out either. No, but let's talk about some of the stuff that did come out of D23. The first one being, we got a trailer for Secret Invasion. It looks interesting, and I have no idea what's going on. Even though I've read Secret Invasion the comic. <laughs> I, I watched this and I'm like, what is going on? And I think it's safe to say that this deviates very much from the original comic, right? Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. 
Like they're not they're not going to give us a story with a bunch of heroes in it that have been replaced. And it's just like, well, to be fair, they didn't give us that either. Right. We thought, remember the whole marketing campaign for Secret Invasion was who's really a scrawl turned out just Spider-Woman and yeah. Electra. And that we did that before the show. Yeah. They brought back and they brought back a bunch of dead heroes. Right. Because they had been scrolls and they had they died, died. scrolls years prior. So it was right. actually like, I remember when Secret Invasion came out, it being largely underwhelming with people because people like built this up in their heads. It's like, who has been a scroll the whole time? Yeah. It turned out just Spider Woman. And she had only been replaced like in New Avengers issue like 20. So, I mean, she hadn't even been the scroll queen for that long. And then they were like, on a mission from God, run a mission from God. Like, it was just <laughs> weird. Do you remember the online campaign for that? And there was a lot of artwork where yeah. you would see like a hero's face. It was Greg Horn, right? It was Greg Horn that did all Greg this. Greg did all this. Yeah, that was, that was really good. That was probably the highlight of that entire. That thing. is what got people interested was, was. that campaign because it was like you didn't know what was going on there was just that's all you saw was these hero masks with the scroll face and the you know the shush uh hand gesture and it was like what nice. is this what is this? i want to say secret invasion might have been the big crossover the big line wide crossover follow-up to civil war yes it was yeah so there's a trend well, the, the trailer looks very good. I mean, it there's a lot more Bitching spy. Fifteen year old mm-hmm. comic. Continue. Yeah, no, no. It, it, I mean, see, there's a lot more, you know, spy stuff in it as opposed to like superhero stuff in it. So it, it looks, yeah, it, it, looks it, it does definitely feel like it's more of a thriller, more of a th- more of a spy thriller than a superhero mm-hmm. story. Yeah, definitely. So. We got that in Winter Soldier. So I mean, like, it's tough ground to like, you know, true. That's a great movie. That's one of my favorite Marvel movies. And now we know Maria Hill has been trying to reach out to to Nick Fury for like are they even years, and he's just been ignoring. So are they going to even address that he was replaced by a scroll? I assume so. I assume that's a big. But but they were friendly scrolls, right? Like what the what is the invasion? Because last we heard, the scrolls were working for Sword, which they haven't really acknowledged yet and then he's flying out around out in space so so in the comic it's like a it's not all the, it's not the entire scroll empire that's invading it is a subsect of scrolls it's like a, a band of religious zealot scrolls like, oh good we not don't know what that's like never, <laughs> i'm gonna leave that alone yeah so i mean i don't know i don't know i mean like it was we- there was a weird choice in captain marvel to make the scrolls not bad guys you know it yeah. was a nice little plot twist that I wondered how that was going to, I knew they were going to do this. So I wondered how that would pay off when this came around, but I don't know. It's going to be. Unless they've been bad guys the whole time and just tricking us. Could be. Nah, that would invalidate a lot of the, a lot of the Captain Marvel movie. Like it would make it (laughs) look, you know, I like that movie better than you guys apparently, but it it just, they're not going to, they're not going to invalidate most of the motivation of that movie. Right. They're not just going to still don't understand her motivation. I'm sorry. It's It's fine. It's not a great movie. It's not a bad movie. It's a very mediocre Marvel movie. Yeah. I'll give you that. It's not love and thunder. I think love and thunder was better. Really? Mm, I do. Yeah. Cause she was also, it was also a humorless movie. That, that. Not entirely. The Ferg, the Ferg and had a couple of moments. I don't. 
I don't, it's my least favorite script. And I mean, I, a lot of people blamed Brie Larson and I don't think she's bad no. in it. I think no, she's not a bad actress. It, no, it can't I think be the material, no, I think the material yeah. that she had wasn't great yeah. and making Marvel the villain. I don't know, man. It just, there's some, there's a lot of choices in that movie that I'm like, I don't know. I don't know about this one or no Jude Law. He wasn't Marvel. Jude Law, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and that Benning was Marvel. I, the fact that I just said that was weird. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Again, but I'm not a huge Cat Marvel fan to begin with, so I'm not the right audience. I thought Miss Marvel was better. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see in the Marvels. Maybe she's yeah. got a good script now, and she'll be fine. So we'll see. They better have a good script because you got three really good superheroes to work with. In it. Anyway, sure. All right, so let's move on to another Marvel trailer that came out from D23. <laughs> Moving on because we have so much to cover. The John was curious about JD's take. Werewolf by Night. I feel, um, like, I feel like this was made for me. <laughs> it was. I was watching it. I'm like, wait a minute. Is Haven't it? I read something like this? Like, <laughs> I feel. I feel like this was like someone saying, "Hey, JD, you know, we know you haven't really enjoyed a lot of the Disney Plus stuff. <laughs> like, this one is for you." It's and like, that's, yeah. Is it going to be in the, black and white? Don't know. Don't care. Hope, kind of hope, kind of don't hope. I'm good either way. Like, I love the the, the special presentation that felt very much like a like grindhouse. an ABC grind, very grindhouse. Yeah, right, or ABC like Saturday ABC afternoon. ABC Saturday movie. afternoon or Saturday, yeah, with their detective well, wait a show kind of vibe. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. Did you see the way the logo came in? Yeah. That's the way the logo looked like in the was it late 70s, early 80s, the special. The, the the ABC special. That's what right. I just said. <laughs> I I know I know it's but I I I it's just like to see that like I got flashbacks. No, yeah, no, it is cool. I didn't lift that. I just saw like I just saw <laughs> YouTube stuff. But I mean, no, but I appreciate it because I love all that stuff. Like I'm a big yeah. Columbo fan. I love Kolchak. Like that stuff's great. So and then the werewolf thing, and I like the presentation. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, and it's just going to be a one off. And I think that's my big issue being these Disney Plus things. It's such a commitment. There's yeah. such a commitment. And this is like, we're just going to give you a fun werewolf story done in one. Sold. I'm in. Cool. Well, until they bring him back. And was it Dark Let, him bring, or let him bring it back. Like, who cares? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, I know. I want, like, we want to bring it back. But... Yeah, give me a movie. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm okay with a movie. It's all this, like, hey, I've got 12 shows, 12 episodes for you. It's like, oh, God, <laughs> it's 12 hours of my day. I got to commit. I mean, like, yeah, this looks fun. I liked it. What'd you guys think of this one? Says I, I, I thought some executive at Disney would be like, you know, those superhero guys, those superhero speak guys, like they like this stuff, but I don't think JD's completely on board. I think we did, I think we need something to catch. It truly <laughs> felt that way to me watching that trailer. It truly felt that like saying, okay, you know, kid, this is for you. I it was really cool. I, I thought it was well yeah. done. I like they were going for a vibe, they definitely captured it. I'm just like I'm so confused. Like, oh, and I get werewolf by night. Yeah. Isn't like a typical uh, superhero comic. It's not a superhero comic. You know, it was. Like, you know, it's it's a throwback to the old days when comics were monster books. You know, and and cowboy books and that kind of stuff in the the fifties and sixties. So it was like, like, okay, I get that, but I don't know. I mean, I, I'm gonna have to. I'm just gonna have to watch it and see. Like. <laughs> I was looking for Quentin Tarantino's name somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it really felt like, like literally the movie Grindhouse, like, which was, you know, a takeoff on all the old Grindhouse movies. Like, just, I don't know. It was pretty cool. They definitely captured a feel. Like, and, you, uh, and it got me curious. 
you know am i gonna like it i don't know i'm gonna have to watch it that's what it's I'm different saying. like i like one thing i like about these is they're they're trying to do something different with all of them right mm-hmm. like every one of them is trying to be different so i appreciate that it doesn't all land for everybody which again that's pretty cool so i'm curious to see how this one goes because this is like if it's not horror it's like playing it it's it's like pretending to be horror yeah so it's it's intriguing i don't know i don't know what to think really because also how how deep are they going to go on disney plus with it disney plus is opening up a bit so i don't know i mean we're not going to get werewolves eating people but right but this will this this will show us what the new level is right true like, that's true what can they do mm. good question well let's walk away from marvel for a second Just and talk about the other trailer that we got the lucas arts pardon me wow willow is back guys and a tv series for disney plus john john you go first because you are the one I'm who's the most excited about this i i'm all in and i heard that mad martigan is going to make a make make a a, a cameo in it basically so like this this is this is what i'm talking about they made a second willow movie and they're i mean willow's still in it but they're they're paying homage to the the pre the prior movie and it really it, this feels good you know this movie just just has the same kind of i don't know what do you whimsical mystical feel to it mm-hmm. so it's it, this is not a I don't know that 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 the world that they created for Willow was way more open and and you know had a lot more possibility. You know, it wasn't the same old elf dwarf gnome halfling boom boom boom. You know, here's a right, giant right. here's a giant elephant like thing that we're gonna call elephants or whatever. It's just like it 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 just there was a there was a lot of possibility in there, and this even the trailer is showing you. Oh yeah. Oh no, we did we didn't even scratch the surface of this place. So it looks really good. I'm I'm all in. I can't wait to see this. In a post Lord of the Rings world. Like yes. when Willow comes out in 88, I want to say, mm-hmm. we never we didn't get and it seemed like we would never get a Lord of the Rings movie. And this is all it felt like George Lucas by via Ron Howard's way of giving us a, a Tolkien-esque story. And now that we've gotten more than our fair share of, of Tolkien films, I just wonder what a uh, a 2022 has for, what Willow has for 2022. Like, man, I loved that movie growing up. But I don't know. Like, is this going to work? And again, I'm always too. Like, well, if they really, if they had faith in this, is this a movie or just a show? I'm not even sure. It's a show, I believe. It's a show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Season one. Season um, one. Okay. Well, see, okay. Addressing what you just said, the greatest thing about Willow was the bad guy was good. Like, I mean, like you, there was an actual antagonist in the Lord of the Rings. The antagonist is, well, the One Ring, right? And, you know, you, you and everybody else, all the other bad guys were basically faceless or you know, one or two possessions, whatever. But you were it was an epic adventure as an epic adventure. That was it. Like this, they're actually going against somebody yeah. for something. And 
that was the great thing about the, the original Willow was that, you know, it was pretty clear cut what they needed to do. And they were, they, they had an actual goal at the end and, you know, and that there was an actual face to that goal. And this, I don't know, like it, yeah. the, the, the fight mattered more. It felt like it mattered more because you could understand it all. It wasn't, it wasn't more philosophical like the, like the Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah. Lord of the Rings is more like they're fighting evil in general, not just a, a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, my question is, is like, what is the business wise now that we like, now that we have these grand fantasy epic films, this plethora of them, do, what does, what is Willow, right? Are, is there still that connect? Is the, is there still room for Willow in a post token film world? I don't know. The trailer made me feel like there is. And Hey, Warwick Davis, man. I love the guy. Yeah. Yeah. All and Aaron, Aaron Kellyman is in this too. We, and, yeah. I was going to say, is she going to be like the new Disney go-to for things? Could be. She's been pretty good. Everything they put her in. Yeah. It's the third universe she's trudged in now. Sorsha is in this too. Joanne Wally is back as Sorsha. Like, you know, this whole thing is, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I, it, the, the trailer made me feel the same feels I had from the original movie. Like if, it, it, it was good. It felt it, good, you know. I'll use this word again. It looked charming. Like, I think it's you know, I'm definitely going to check it out. So, yeah, yeah I have not any complaints. <laughs> you might put it put it on your list, Jay. <laughs> oh, we'll review it. I guarantee it. Like, it's this could be a geek seminal moment. You know, it's yeah. it's going back to Willow. I'm not sure. I was a kid, so I'm not sure if Willow was what they wanted it to be when it came out because it had the pedigree right it was george lucas and ron howard right when he started becoming ron howard Mm. you know ron like not just opie like you know this is post splash post i forget what he made after splash oh god yeah but i'm sure it was something good you know this is his first foray into this stuff which i don't think is his strongest work usually you know when he gets special effectsy Right. Although, yeah, the special effects or like special say, effects yeah, in the first say, one were pretty good. No, I should say no. I know, and especially for the era, it's Lucasfilm, right? Mm. The industrial line magic. I just I don't think I don't think Ron Howard is at his best with high concept stuff. Yeah, the original was in 1988. Yeah, that's what I thought. 88. Yikes. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. We'll talk about it. All right. So continuing on with the the Disney news, the casting news for Marvel. So apparently Anthony R- Ramos has been cast as the Hood for the upcoming Ironheart series. So we shall see. Uh, I don't know. I don't know a lot about Ironheart. Like I'm I'm familiar with who the character is, but I haven't read any books. So I don't know. Are people excited for this show? It feels I don't like know. it's being pushed to the back burner. Like there isn't a lot coming out about it. There isn't like a lot of hype around it. That's like a, there was with Miss Marvel. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't know. It doesn't something's missing. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Ron Howard made Cocoon. That was a great movie. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So how about you, John? You excited for Ironheart? I don't know yet. You don't know, yeah. I, no, there's literally almost nothing out about it yet. That's so true. You, you can't I, feel it. Forget. 
Yeah. Yeah. I guess we're not going to know what to think about it until we see Wakanda forever. True. 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 Very true. Uh, then we have Kihon Kwan. I don't know who that is. Short Please. round. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he is going to be on Loki season two. He's got a comeback. He he about it three four months ago. He said I'm making a comeback to acting. Yeah, because you know what else he's going to be in? Indiana Jones five. That rules. Is he going to be Indiana Jones actual replacement? Probably no. not. I think he's just going to come back a short round, or whatever they're going to call him as an adult. I imagine you can't call an adult, even though he's pretty short still. I imagine Tall you round. can't call him short round. <laughs> Tall they're, round. Just, they're just going to call him round. <laughs> uh, see how many more bad jokes we can make uh, square oblong oh my god jeez oh, dodecahedron-esque but you know what good for him you know because he, he i think he killed it as the kid i i don't know oh, why he's great. He, i don't know why he, he would, walked he away from kind of, acting for yeah. like a long time just didn't but, want to do it anymore yeah he didn't want to do it anymore he went and had like a normal life but now all of a sudden he wants to act again so mm-hmm. We saw Goonies recently. Oh, that's right. He was months. in Goonies too. Yeah, he's Data. Right? He's Data. Yeah, yeah. And my kid absolutely loved Data. I think Data was yeah. his favorite character in Goonies. So, I mean, he that that kid had something. You know, it was talent. And let's. I'm curious to see where we're at with him. I really am. Yeah. Well, we'll find out in Loki season two. Yeah. yeah he was in head of the class too. Because I have no desire. He to was? The Iron Man 5. Co-star, I mean, he, Indiana he, he co-starred as Jasper Kwong in the sitcom Head of the Class over two seasons. Oh, he was in like when they felt when they had the new kids come in. Yeah, the later season. Yeah, it was that yeah. with Billy Connolly and they lost. Nineteen ninety to nineteen ninety-one. Yeah, that show that sucked when that when they when the when the first class graduated and they tried to replace it never that right. never works. Yeah. yeah, ABC should have just let it die. Mm. True, or figured out how to like make them all stay they were all in high school for a long time anyway yeah that show is on for like six years well that's the way those things yeah yeah so guys the 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 one guy from head of the class went on to become a nickelodeon producer and was like as a horrendous human being and it's like really oh my god right now you're talking about screech no 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 no. the heavy set kid his name is dan schneider Schneider, yeah. And in real life, he went on to become a the producer at Nickelodeon. Yeah, he did like um, iCarly and and, um, oh, and what they did on I I've heard what they did on iCarly. Well, that Jeanette McCurdy just released her autobiography. Yeah, I'm glad my I'm glad my mother is dead. Yeah, I'm glad my mother is dead. Yeah, crazy title. And apparently, he he gets the business for being just a complete piece of crap. So I don't. The head of the class came up. That's. We never talk about head of class. So thinking, oh, hey, did you guys hear about this? Oh no, he he was he the things he like Jeanette yeah. McCurdy is is m- completely messed up because of the things they did to her as a kid to it, try and make her sexy and all that. Yeah, and the same thing talk, with Ariana Grande. They did like a lot of slime shots to the face that are just like they did a lot of things with like teenage young teenage girls that make you go, ooh. Again, did, I'm not. I didn't watch that era of Nickelodeon. I was a grown ass man, so I had no idea this. Stuff I had. Kids they did a water gun. Scene. Like, they did a water gun scene where it's just a bunch of guys yeah. surrounding her and hitting her. And I mean, yeah. And one of the guys said, "This is like a Bukaki scene." Like it, it, like the fact that it was set in a kids show. Like that line wasn't used, but they were using. They're saying that we are making, you know, they're they're making the analogy on set. I mean, that's wild. So at some point, I'm going to get my hands on that book and give it a read. 
Yeah. yeah I just thought that was interesting that that's, I don't know, had the class came up. So sorry. Direct. No, it's fine. Um, I was an R. Carly fan. So, you know, I actually liked that show. It was pretty fun. I never, I never watched it. It was, it was actually fun. There's actually a, I believe the, there's actually a revival of it with the same yes. cast. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, minus Jeanette McCurdy for so far. What's but, the, uh, what's the, the older brother's name? Um, uh, the actor who plays the older brother. I thought, I remember watching that show and thought this, he's got a future is like a comedic actor and like and he disappeared and he disappeared off the face of the earth. I know he always seemed a little bit off to me a little bit. And it's Jerry Trainer you're talking Jerry, about. Yeah. He's he was Spencer. Well aren't all the greats a little off? Yeah, but he was a little I don't know. But yeah, I, I don't I, I hope he does well and and then Nathan Cress is Freddie. I don't know. It, it, again we're we're off track again. So all yeah. right, all right. What's next? Let's next is of course we now know who the Thunderbolts are going to be in the movie. So first off, we have Florence Yu as Black, uh, Widow. Black Widow. We have Sebastian Stan, the Winter Soldier. David Harbour as Red Guardian. Wyatt Russell as U.S. Agent. Hannah Joan Kern as Ghost. And Olga Lenko, Taskmaster. And of course, Julia Louise Dreyfus is returning as, I'll just say, Madam Hydra. Madam Hydra. I'm interested. I'm interested. I don't know if this is going to go the way the books. No, I don't think so. That's kind of was. I mean, I was very surprised by the lack of one Baron Helmet Zemo. Yes, but he could still be in it as the villain or the antagonist, I suppose. Right. Um, I don't know, man. I, I want to. Florence Pugh is the Hollywood it girl right now. Yeah, right. She was in. I know we, we're not like a traditional movie podcast, so we don't talk about like oh, she was in a movie called the movie the 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 Olivia Wilde movie that I can't think of, something might something dark. Oh, the one that just came out that yeah yeah what the heck is the it pot. called? Uh, yeah, what, what the heck is it called with Chris Pine and Harry Styles and the cast hates each other and like I can't think of the title of the movie. Don't worry, darling. Don't worry, darling. That's, That's it. it is. It's like a genre esque film. Like it's like it's got this twist, but the whole, everyone who's reviewing me goes, you know, the twist ten seconds in. Like it's the town is, of course, it's very much like Stepford esque or yep. you know yeah. something like that. But again, she's supposed to be fantastic in it, and she's just owned every single thing she's ever been in. So the fact that Marvel kind of got her while she was on the come up and did one of those Marvel contracts where you can't leave for a while, and <laughs> yeah. they're really going to be able to tread on her being. She's kind of what Jennifer Lawrence was ten years ago, as far as yeah. like levels mm-hmm. of fame so this is is good for them it's crazy that she's front and center of the cast over the winter soldier right sebastian stan yeah yeah sebastian yeah. stan who's been like a cornerstone of these movies since 2011 like, and, and, yeah. and, and you're right she puts everything into every like no matter no matter the part she just puts everything into it it's it's kind did of you, fun to watch you guys aren't horror movie fans but did you see midsomar Oh my God, no! I mean, so I, I, read I, the, I read the plot for that because that was just ugh. wild. It's a wild, wild yeah. film. Very, very seventies. But she is <laughs> awesome in it. Like she's just she's really good in just about everything she does. Yeah. And like I'm very curious to see kind of what we do with all this. But at the same time, at the same time, this reveal doesn't blow me away. You know? Yeah, you're right. There's no surprise in it. There's nothing that makes me go, huh? You know, it just okay. It makes sense, I guess. I don't know. I need to see something, right? Yeah, I, I and and that, like you're right. Not only Baron Zemo, a lot of the people were saying like 
what about Abomination? Like, did they didn't just bring a... him back for she Yeah, that is they? weird. He's not like he's not a part. I don't think it was a part of the Thunder. I mean, like, it just feels like we're using Thunderbolt name only. We're not actually doing the Thunderbolts. Right. Like, uh... was Red Hulk ever part of that? He might have been at some point, but not like the real Thunder. Not like the Kurt Music hmm. Thunderbolts. Right. Right. You know. Like, I don't know. Well, that's another thing because another people were saying, What about Red Hulk? And I'm like, Well, you can't because the guy died. Well, you you can always recast. I mean, like, it's like they never recast somebody before. But I mean, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, William Hurt is dead. Yeah. Zombie Hulk. (laughs) Zombie Red Hulk. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I just, I don't, I need to see something. I need to know where it's going because just looking at the cast makes me go, Oh, yeah, those are all people that have been in other Marvel. (laughs) This is true. I mean, the only one I'm excited about is Florence Pugh, and I love Sebastian Stan in these movies. I think, yeah, I think Bucky is just a great character, and I love the, I, you know, I love everything been done with him. Uh, I don't know what else to think about it though. I, yeah. I think the the whole the whole it, this is gonna be a series or a movie? Movie. This is a movie. Movie. The whole movie could be literally just Sebastian Stan and Florence Pugh just playing off each other. I mean, I love- can you imagine? Can you imagine the dialogue between those two? Could be. I mean, the plot of the book is is what interests me. Yes, the whole, and I like, don't think we're going to get that. Right, the whole, they're actually evil, but one they're of super them... Super villains pretending to be superheroes. Right. And then they start liking it. Right. And then but, there's the conflict. Is some of these... them want to be heroes. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't feel like that's what we're getting here, yeah, though. They're already heroes. Like, they, they already... Well, they're already... Uh, some of them is kind of well, Sebastian's... Guy. They're, they're they're all anti-heroes at the very least yeah okay fair fair i don't know yeah taskmaster is only was only a villain until the end of black widow black so. right but sebastian stan and florence pew i mean they haven't shown they they're uh, winter soldier I, is definitely not a villain anymore right yeah well, but u.s agent is well okay here's the thing is like you had in the thunderbolts hawkeye is a member of the thunderbolts and hawkeye is like the conscience of the Thunderbolts, yeah. and that's that's the that's the crux of that of that early music run of Thunderbolts is you have Zemo on the one side, Hawkeye on the other, and it's where are they going to go? Are they going to lean with Hawkeye? Are they going to lean with Zemo? And that's that's the crux of everything. And and like Warren Ellis, who is the dirty name in comics now, he kind of rebirthed the Thunderbolts as Marvel's answer to the Suicide Squad, right? Hmm. In the post the post Civil War Marvel universe, and it did was different and bendis renamed him dark avengers so i mean like this feels different than all of that and it i don't does. know what to think of it and i don't it could that could be a good thing but right now i'm just kind of feeling like oh this isn't what i expected it to be no no it's so not i i was surprised by the choices but you know we'll see i don't i guess it's one of the things we have to wait till we start seeing footage and yeah get an and idea. A, a plot synopsis and, and i need something i need something to to kind of you cling to i don't because i don't know what to think about anything right now. I, i'm just imagining that the uh, the banter between florence Pugh and, and special sand i mean they're both I, very good I, so it could work yeah but if if it's well-written dialogue they they could easily play off of each other and just do agreed. hilarious thing agreed i hope we have more than just hilarity i hope we have i know oh yeah yeah but like the characterizations of both make yeah. it really interesting to see what would happen with those two characters together mm-hmm. you know and then uh, was the follow-up on a story we talked about a couple weeks ago. Matt Shackman 
has been confirmed as the director of the upcoming Fantastic Four movie. Now, did, wasn't he originally the guy who was supposed to direct? No, it was John Waters that was supposed to. Yeah, it was John Waters. Yeah. He walked away. And then they were talking to Shackman, and it was like it was in negotiations when we talked about it a, a couple weeks ago. And now and that's all we got. That's, yeah, uh, rumor flying around is Cavill as Doctor Doom. Oh wait, I'm sorry, I forgot this. This was a big article that came out that I completely forgot. Who was it? Henry Cavill, Denzel Washington, Krasinski. John Krasinski and one other it's all, big name. None of, it's, none of it was confirmed, though. It's all rumor, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, really? I thought it was confirmed that they no, they all they, signed Marvel contracts. Not that, that is, as far as I've yeah. seen it, it's just rumor. Oh, okay. Yeah, if they'd signed contracts, you, even even with IMDb being what it is, it's they probably would have started filling out that. But well, um, no, because like, well, I mean, they didn't say what they just said. Mystery roles, like. They'd all been mm-hmm. signed to mystery roles. But Shackman has done WandaVision. Right, um, right. That's he's doing. He's also working on an untitled Star Trek sequel. He's did Succession, The Boys. I don't even want to talk about Star Trek anymore. <laughs> hey, you and a lot of people. Game of Thrones, he did a few or one or two. Two. Throne of Games. Throne of Games, yeah. He's done a, he's, he's been, oh, he did a couple of episodes of Psych, too. All right. So he's got some chops. Yeah. This should be interesting. He's done yeah, well. He's, yeah. yeah, yeah, he'll be fine. Yep. Yeah, you're right. They are just rumors. I was just double checking this. I can't remember. I thought I saw like a legitimate source talking about it. I did too. I, I saw like Crave Culture and stuff like that. Like a lot of legitimate sources have talked about it, but Marvel itself has themselves, I should say, have not said anything, which I guess was maybe one reason why I felt a little about this whole D23 thing yeah. because like we're talking about Denzel and Henry Cavill. And, you know, we come out there with the cast of the Thunderbolts, and it's like, I know all these people. Well, you know? that's like, true. And if they had signed them, they probably would have said something. That's kind of where I'm at. That is yeah. that is Marvel's MO. It would have mm-hmm. been like, hey, we've got this guy cast as this now, you know. Because right, they're not just going to sign them without knowing where they're going to put them. So and they also said it's going to be years before we get an X-Men movie. So it's kind of like, oh. This is just, you're just deflating all my excitement for everything. About yeah, it. but he also said there weren't going to be any more Avengers movies, and then he announced two. So that's true. I don't trust anything Focky says. <laughs> you might, you're probably right, but at the same time, it told me, it said, don't get your hopes up. So I did not get my hopes up. True. The other bit of casting news I almost missed Tim Blake Nelson is returning as the leader. If anyone remembers that scene from The Incredible Hulk where his head starts to grow at the end of the movie is it, setting up the leader and then he never we never see him again is this the longest payoff to a stinger i ever? think so i think this <laughs> 12, is the longest payoff to any stinger ever in a movie 14 There's years right 14 years going on 15 or 16 by the time we actually see him and uh, yeah in captain america new world order or captain america 4 so that's an interesting choice too the to make him the main is he going to be the main villain in that like the leader could be good if they if they play him right yep well i'm just saying like and again it's i know everything is so screwed up with the hulk rights but like you're gonna have the leader and not have the hulk like i don't know just seems odd agreed so but does it but here's a question does it make sense when we are dealing with professor hulk and not savage hulk oh the leader showed up in the peter david stuff so yeah he did so but i mean i think the the initial thought behind was brains against brawn with the two of them yeah so me 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 all right so that's all the that's all the marvel news let's move across the aisle because we got two two interesting dc 
tidbits here because I know JD loves talking DC. I do. Sure. So a couple weeks ago, we had talked about Dan Lin, who did the Lego uh, Batman movie and whatnot, was in talks to take over and be the Kevin Feige of DC going forward. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, that was perfectly Apparently, timed. the negotiations halted, and he walked away. Zaslav said, we'll give you $3.50 per movie. <laughs> More likely. No. More likely, probably just looked around, saw the state of everything, said, yeah, I don't think so. No, see, I disagree. <laughs> I think that a guy like that would be like, oh, you know what? I, this is a pretty blank slate at this moment. I think I could do something with this. Yeah. Instead? Do you, I kind of wonder think, if he... Uh, go ahead. Just so, do you think maybe it had something to do with they still haven't learned their lesson and they gave him a bunch of I, uh, uh, I, writers yeah. on what he could do with the movie? I think, I think he walked walked in and said, okay, if the, if I'm the guy, this is what I want to do. And they went, yeah, but you got to do this and this and this and this. And then he was like, then I'm not really the guy. And he walked away. I disagree. I think it's, I think they didn't offer him enough money. I think it all comes down to money, especially when it comes to Warner and all this. Cause what's been the big story at Warner is we got to save X amount of dollars. I think that they told him what they wanted. He threw out a figure of what it would cost, probably something in the Feige range. And was probably said, no, we, we, we're not doing that. And he said, okay, then I'm not doing it either. Yeah, but these things always come down to money. But here's the thing, right? Like, what did Feige, what was Feige making when he did Iron Man? It's 2008, the difference was 2022. I understand that, but also it wasn't a proven thing yet. He had to prove, like, he had to build Marvel up to what it is. Yeah, but he's still making money. Like, let's not pretend he made this for, you know, six chicken bones and like, you know, I'm not saying that, a but box, I don't think a box of made, lucky charms. I, I highly doubt he got paid like big bucks for it either. Uh, well, I don't know about big bucks, but I bet he got paid well. Uh, and and remember, Warner Brothers stock, like you say, they didn't pay him enough. Warner Brothers stock is still like dropping. It's it's thirteen dollars and one cent, and that's down from a high of twenty nine dollars uh, beginning of this year. They've lost a billion. They've lost. They've lost like a billion dollars or something like. That. I forget. I kind of feel like I want to buy a couple yeah, of shares more than just half. To see what happens. You know, Dave. It's actually it's lost half. It's it's actually not a. If one were so inclined as to make money and believes they would get their money back, like if you had like a G to drop, I think yep. Warner stock would be a decent one to to play. If one were to parlay and such things. Yeah. It's especially just before they make the announcement of some really good person. That's what I'm over as like. That's what I'm thinking. Should I get in now before they they have something good or Maybe Black Adam blows everyone away or, you know, I don't know. So, And then finally, Joker's real name. Oh, screw them. Is finally revealed by DC Comics. Screw them. They and didn't it's need Jack Nape. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. It's Arthur. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, God damn it. It is. What was it? Oswald Jack Smith? No, it's Jack Oswald White. White. Jack, he's the one who was it who made the the pact with what's your name? I'm sorry, one more time. Jack White. Yeah. The Joker is named Jack White, the leader of the White Stripes. Uh -huh. Like, and is the middle name of Batman's second or third biggest villain. That being Oswald Cobblepot, the Penguin. Mm-hmm. Jeff Johns needs to be stopped. Like I, he just does things that are needless sometimes. Like I, I just, I roll my eyes. This I just. <laughs> All right, a cough. 
like Jeff John, man. It's but here's the thing, and let's well, let's he's, let's be uh, honest. This is something that's going to get retconned. People are going to complain, and it'll end up getting retconned eventually. Of course, but why do it? Because Jeff Johns just does stuff like this. this like this, this is, is this is what he does. It's needlessly explaining things that have no reason to be explained. Right. That no one no one has ever asked for what's the true identity of Joker. I'm no I'm, one. I'm getting flashbacks from Doctor Who with Chris Chinball as the runner do, doing the timeless child and everything. Just like you said, exactly what you said. It's like just over explaining everything and adding more detail that nobody wanted, nobody needed, and, and actually is harmful to the franchise. It's like, what's the point? Anyone who oh, truly it's loves harmful, the character is needless. Anyone who truly loves the character doesn't want to know his origin because it makes him scarier it makes them more of a force of nature yeah they they tried they tried that with the three jokers right and and i mean hey, hey guess, who really wrote, guess who wrote the three jokers jeff johns yeah yeah I, I, it's now one of the reasons work. it's one of the reasons the joker movie doesn't work for me it's one of the reasons yeah but at least that's not the joker right like it's a joker but mm-hmm. it's not the joker right i mean it's... and then you do notice the panel in the one article you sent me jd like they used a panel from the killing joke because that's jeff jones yeah which tries to make it more like hit you in the face like yeah this is this is definitely it and it's like yeah but like i don't know is is that still canon is the killing joke was never meant to be canon and then it became canon but is it still you know like new 52 they reset everything so flashpoint they reset everything what you just don't know what they're doing anymore no. Well, I think Jeff Johns knows exactly what he's doing. That this is the stuff that excites him, right? This is the guy that brought us back. What's his nuts? You know, Hal Jordan and Barry Allen, just because it's just what he liked. Yeah, right. And that's just that's just Jeff Johns, man. <sighs> so yeah, Jack White. Jack White. Jack White. It sounds like an alias. Jack, I, here's what disappoints me more than Jack White. It's Oswald. <laughs> we have a character named, like, in the same universe, it's named Oswald. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, he just... Not only Oswald, he's already got a villain that he fights whose name is Oswald. That's what I'm saying, Oswald Cobblepot. Like, right. we're here. Like, I just, I don't, I don't understand why he does the things he does. I really don't. But whatever, he sold them a lot of comics, so what do I know? Yeah, and that's that's all that matters that's why he gets to name the joker quote unquote whatever i wonder sometimes i wonder like and i know there's a lot with editorial and and stuff like that with comics but like i feel like did he write this just to see if he could get away with it no he wrote this is what he does man jeff johns has to explain everything yeah. right like there's not there's no room for subtlety in anything that that involves jeff johns it's just like it is and everything has to have an origin and like a story it just I'm over it. <sighs> Me too. So that's it. That is all of the news worth talking about. This <laughs> being worth talking oh, about is is. I'm sorry. There was one last thing. Oh, sorry. There was one last thing, and this might spark a bit of a conversation. No, let's do it. This I saw this right before we we came on. I did send it out to everyone, but. Netflix apparently has come out and said they're contemplating going to a weekly release schedule like everyone else and stopping the dropping everything all at once binging. Oh, model. I mean, that's what's working for everybody else. So I, get I think it. exactly. And I think that's why they're saying let's do it. It's streaming wars, right? 
it's yeah. got a, it's just all streaming wars well the wars are coming to it i mean are they the wars are ending right we're getting to the spot where people are consolidating so it just doesn't surprise me yeah yeah i mean well i mean, I mean it's, it's working for disney and, and amazon so well, amazon still has the probably the worst the worst interface of them all you can't find anything on there Bro, I was trying to find, Andy and I were watching Looney Tunes the other day. I was trying to find a specific Looney Tune, and they're organized by seasons. There was no such thing as a season of Looney Tunes. And you yeah. have, it was, it like, they all suck as far as, like, searchability functions go. So Yeah, I mean, it depends. Every one of them has got their quirks. It's just that Amazon is, like, the worst by far, I think. And then, and then like, you say that the, the wars are ending. It looks like. I mean, I would have thought the lot, the top three would be basically Amazon because it, just because of sheer amount of content and then Disney Plus and then HBO Max. But it looks like HBO Max might take a hit in this marriage between Discovery and oh, yeah. Warner. And they're, and- they're, they're, well, they're, HBO Max's problem is that David Zaslav comes from Discovery and Discovery is is trying to make, is trying to remake HBO in, in its own image. Which is weird. I don't know why you buy HBO and try to turn it into a discovery property, you know? Yeah, you said that before and it, it just makes complete sense. It's just, it sounds stupid every time I hear it. Yeah, I'm, it's bizarre, man. It's super bizarre. Very bizarre. I, I don't get it either. It's like... How bizarre. How bizarre. <laughs> but, thank, thank you for getting that. Ooh, baby. But I also don't think... Uh, I also don't think... What you call it? Yes. Sorry. Dead air, dead air, dead air. <laughs> my phone notification on my phone. Who do you call? I don't think. No, no, she's she's asleep by now. I don't. God well, damn it. She gets up early. She works at a school. Hey. Oh yeah. So do you. Really? I. I don't think. Do you complain about the interface of Amazon? I don't think people care about the interfaces. I think they care about the properties that are on them. I right, think they but, care more about the content than they do. Yeah. The, that's a. I think it's but a tech you, guy thing. But you have to be, well, no, it's not just a tech thing, because you have to be able to find the content. And, you know, it's it's impossible. I, I don't, like, I don't go on there that often. Like, when I, I know. use Amazon. I've never had a problem finding Prime it. video. Have... It's like, it's either a movie I'm specifically watching, or, like, The Lord of the Rings, like, it came right up, because, like, that's the okay. thing they're pushing okay. right now. It, it has to be discoverable. Like I go on Netflix, you can scroll around, scroll down, find things. You know what? Though? HBO Max is is pretty good. Disney Plus has everything I categorized. I am not a you... fan of Netflix's uh, discovery hate... engine because, like, I... number one, they they some of the recommendations are horrible. Oh no, no, on. yeah, the 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 algorithm and they sucks. have way too many categories to go through on the front. Like recently viewed, okay, I get your list, I get, but then it's like recommendations popular there's like 10 of them and i'm just but like, there's still ways to go and see the top 10 currently streaming and go go down into genres that aren't I, just all your recommendations and, i hate that i can't just like think about watching a program without something auto playing auto oh yeah is yeah the absolute worst. yeah like i said they all have their quirks but like on amazon trying to browse through their stuff is almost impossible it's all completely random you know yeah Anyway, so, so yeah, who who knows what'll happen with HBO Max? We'll see, yeah, but we'll see with uh, with Netflix if they do switch that model. I think they probably will because the other big ones are doing it and it's working for them. So, all right, so that's it for the news. We can put a pin in this one. 
So let's wrap it up. We have any recommendations or did you learn anything on the podcast this week? And uh, John, you can go first. I, I'm I'm really beginning to hate Jeff Johns. If that counts. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> I mean, I, your your world is is you know quite inviting and and seems to make sense. So yeah, uh, God's I don't I mean I, I'm an old dog. I don't learn anything new. The recommendations. The summer season of anime is almost over. Lycoris Recoil has turned out to be probably one of the best shows I've ever seen. The character the characters on it are awesome. It's not, it's, it's got a girl who, whose hand-eye coordination and, and, and predictive ability is so good. She dodges bullets. She's basically the John Wick of anime. Ah. And she's, she's kind of just this ball of awesome. Anyway. Wick. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh yeah. And Death Battle just did John Wick versus, versus 007. Who won? I, do you want me to tell you? Sure. I'm not going to watch it. Okay. Guys, spoilers, just go a minute ahead from here. Ready? Three, two, one. Okay. John Wick got his ass handed to him. Get the it, fuck out of here. It's 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 hard. <laughs> it it's 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 hard to fight against a guy who has a laser coming out of his watch, a remote control Aston Martin with with guns in front, and all the other little tricks and gadgets. That's what won it. Hmm. Okay. So but yeah, go ahead and watch it. I mean, it's still an interesting fight. So I shan't right. say more any, any more about it. Dave, go, you know. Oh, JD. JD. <laughs> I I recommend it hard. Um, nope. I really like that. It's weird. It's a very weird movie, which I think kind of is why I liked it so much. Yeah. It's so odd. But I already went hard into that earlier. I started the current King book that just came out, Stephen King book that just came out this past Tuesday. I've had the audible the audiobook on Audible pre-ordered for a few months now, and I'm about two hours in. It's called Fairy Tale. And so far it's about a kid who saves an old man who broke his hip and falls in love with the kid, falls in love with the guy's old German shepherd. But the guy is super rich, and the kid finds out why he's got all these like gold coins. So I think it's gonna spiral into the fact that this guy might be from another dimension or universe like that. I'm not there yet, but I'm enjoying it. It's very, very Stephen King folksy at the beginning to begin with, which is you know his spiel. So so far, so good on that. That's so that's my recommendation. It's been pretty good. I haven't finished it yet, but it's been it's been pretty good. Did I tell you guys I finished Revival? And I, I thought about throwing I well, I'm not gonna make suicide jokes, but I thought about I was just incredibly depressed oh. at the end of Revival. It's a uh, King doing Lovecraft but doing it with like, you know, relatable characters and stuff like that. So that Ooh. when you get to that dark, pointless ending, you're just like, oh, oh. Yeah, I can't, <laughs> I can't take dark, pointless endings at this point. So no, at the end, no. so you, were just, you guys aren't going to see it. At the end, I'll spoil for you. It turns out, you know what happens after you die? Nothing. No, no, worse. You go to a, a, a universe where we're all slaves to ants, to giant ants, and we build monuments to the great old ones. And the ants just torture us and bite us, but there's no blood, and you just keep going for all of eternity. I, I thought he stopped doing cocaine a while back. No, he said um, he wanted to do a Lovecraft story. He's like, I want this is my best attempt at doing a Lovecraft style story. And it was like, wow, is that Lovecraft? You know, the pointlessness of the universe and uh -huh. the dark old gods and all that stuff. And I got to the ending, and I was just like, like I knew it was coming, but I got there, and I was like, wow, that's freaking depressing. That's bleak. Super bleak. Super bleak. I'm liking this one so far because it's the exact opposite of that. It seems like oh, a lot of... How about you, Dave? 
I will recommend that you go to superheroespeak.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media at the top of the page and comic book reviews by our good friend D Square, news and rants by yours truly. And well, I okay, I did learn that Jeff Johns apparently is a big White Stripes fan. And I, in all seriousness, I will recommend Rings of Power on Prime Video. I'm really liking it so far. I'll see as I get further into it, we'll see if I still like it. Interesting. And I'll keep you updated. But as of right now, there's a lot of action in the beginning. It's like, it, it's just enough backstory to, to be interesting, but not so much. You're like, ugh, you know, by the time you get 15 minutes into it, you know, it's just enough to be like, oh, okay, that's what's going on. And then boom, into some action. So yeah, I'm enjoying it. And I think you should check it out. So on that note, as always, thanks for listening. And don't let your cape get caught in the door. Have a good week.